everyone. Welcome again. I am Jalen Mansershaw, your host of yet another Women of Influence Wednesday. Today we have the lovely and amazing Dagmar. Taurus, welcome Dagmar. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. And I know you and I spoke just the other day because you had me on your webinar, which is amazing. I wanted to just start out with you talking about your webinar and what it is that you're doing for women. It's just, I think it's so incredible what you're doing. So tell us who is Dagmar and what are you doing? Well, Dagmar is a army veteran. I retired um, back in 20, in the middle of the pandemic in 2020 and retired after 24 years of service, mostly on the reserve side. And during the past couple of years, um, although I have started entrepreneurship in 2013, like having, you know, just a side hustle here and there, um, it became more serious in 2020 because now I had, you know, the, the necessity to substitute that income that I was losing. Right. And I was like, what am I going to do? So that's um, how I translated my military skills into my business. I was an instructor in the military for 18 years. So I kind of like lean into coaching and becoming a coach. And bottom line, since then, I started a podcast. I have done a couple of webinars. Um, I also wrote a book in 2021. I published and I'm actually taking it into New York City this year again in um, uh, June of 2023. Wow. Uh, yes. And, um, and I got my real estate license in seven months ago. <laughs> So it's been a journey. You are one busy lady. Holy cow. That is amazing. I love it so much. So tell us, what is the name of your book that you wrote? So my book is named Dauntless Creating Your Blueprint for Success. And I basically tell my readers how I went from having this soldier mentality or employee mentality and switching into into becoming an entrepreneur. And I tell my story since, you know, who I was growing up, all, you know, this, um, the things that I went through in the processes and the most difficult time of my life, how I overcome that. And um, then how I use, you know, the pains and the tears uh, and suffering that life at some point throws at us. And I just turn it into fuel into get myself motivated and becoming the best person, uh, the best version of myself. Wow, that's wonderful. And it's called Daunt, Dauntless. Dauntless. Yeah, Dauntless. It, it's yeah. kind of hard to say Dauntless. But yeah, yeah it's, it's so. I, I love, you know what? I picked that title because that word alone in, in like embodies so many meanings. It's being fearless, it's being courageous, it's being um, unapologetic. It's like it has so many definitions, so, so many synonyms to it that I was like, this is the perfect word for my book, the perfect title. I, that is amazing. So you were talking about, you know, some of the, the struggles that you went through and the trials and tribulations and how 
you were able to overcome. Can you talk about maybe some of those things that you went through and how were you able to overcome that? Like, what was your mentality and your mindset that gave you the ability to do that? Yes. So I think that the first one uh, that I, I and the first one I'm going to talk about is the lighter, the lighter one because it's more simple, right? And it's relocating. And I think that's what I also went towards um, becoming a military professional um, designated person in the real estate because I know how people, um, you know, the struggles that the military families go through when they have to re PCS and relocate. Um, so knowing that um, and then relocating myself from Puerto Rico all the way to Virginia because of my job, that kind of like made it, made it difficult. I didn't know anybody in the area. I didn't have any friends. I didn't know the area or the county where I was moving in. Um, although I kind of like did a little research in the internet wasn't as good as we had it today. So um, a lot of it, it was like word of mouth, you know, asking people that have lived in the area uh, before I moved in and, and then, you know, having that culture shock. Although I'm a U.S. citizen by birth and uh, Puerto Rico is a territory of the states, um, not a lot of people here knows that, and they don't know the history. They, they don't understand our, you know, the Latino culture, and, and that also, you know, it was kind of a shock and kind of like getting adjusted. You know, going through that process of adjustment it was kind of hard. That was like the first one. So, how did I use that experience to become a better person and a better, you know, servant? Um, to others, it, it, it took a you know a couple a couple of um, negative experiences, but at the same time, you know it was a, it was such a big lesson that sometimes you have to just step back and listen and analyze and see it, it is me the problem or is just actually the the other person or the circumstance around. So. Wow, that that is definitely a hard thing to go through relocating to a completely new area, like you're saying, not knowing a single soul. And you seem like a very social person. So moving to a new area, I'm sure you had no problems whatsoever making new friends. But for somebody that's maybe, you know, not as outgoing, I can imagine it would be extremely hard on them, you know, not having that yes. community um, surrounding them any longer. It's like, oh, hey. Here I am. Exactly. What do I do next? <laughs> exactly. And uh, for for us, uh, I mean, at least what I noticed is that from for Puerto Ricans, we we don't go out there. We not are you know out there just you know with with <laughs> with our flag saying, "Hey, I'm Puerto Rican." Like it was kind of difficult at first to kind of pinpoint my people, like find them, find my community. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys? Um, but it was fun at the same time. Uh, it was difficult. I had my moments. Um, and, you know, like I think uh, many other uh, people from other cultures uh, had moments where I was, I felt discriminated even for having my my accent you know I, I speak English but it's not perfect I have that Spanish accent behind me and um, it kind of like it made it brought some situation where I was it was more of a learning process for me and understanding 
you know, just to pay attention because it doesn't make sense, you know, just to let that kind of comment just get to you. So exactly well i love your accent i think it's adorable (laughs) i yeah i think i love anybody with an accent i've been told i have an accent and i'm like i'm from kansas i don't see how i have we all have one it doesn't matter what part of the world you are you all have an accent and it's beautiful um i think it's very distinctive um it also is so attached to the culture I'm i'm a i'm a history junkie i love it um so when i read about history and the culture of a place uh, and that's why also I love to travel so much is, um, you know, just listening the way they speak, the way they communicate, um, how how they the community interact uh, with within the, the, the same group and with the, uh, the people that is visiting the outsiders. It is. I mean, I think human behavior and communications is so amazing. When you just like sit down and take your time to observe. Um, and when you do that, it also helps you to understand also better your clients, uh, understand the way they think, how to communicate and, and, and have that uh, rapport with them. Um, it, it is, I love it. it is- Absolutely. So human behavior and, and like being in real estate as well, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with your clients, you do have to understand the psychology behind different, you know, personality styles. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with the DISC profile, the D-I-S-C. Yes. So like uh, for the audience listening out there, um, you know, for instance, if you're a high D-I, you like somebody that's like direct to the point, but you're very social and you like to go out and party that's and me. socialize. <laughs> yeah. You're like, so when you're talking to a, a person that's maybe high on the seaside, high in the compliance, you need to provide them with data and figure and mm-hmm. resources can't be like, hey, let's go have a drink and party. They want to know the facts, right? Exactly. You, have, you do have to understand the psychology behind that. So that's that's very important. Yeah. So. I, I love that you mentioned the DISC uh, personality uh, test um, because everybody should, in every line of work, any kind of business should take it. Um, it, it helps you understand yourself, but it also helps you understand why you're not you know, communicating with, with your client, you know, it, it just um, help you to also understand with which ways you can improve yourself. I have taken it, I think like in the last, I think in the last 10 years, I've taken that test like four times and I have been able also to see how being, becoming more aware of my personality and others people personalities also helped me to kind of like, bring up other areas of my personality, like improve it or change it and make it more balanced. I, I'm still a high D, I, and I. Like, those are my two letters. Like, that's my personality. Just, yes, I'm happy. I love to share. I love to, um, you know, love to have conversations, social butterfly, whatever you want to call it. But I am very high D, so I'm very uh, go to the point, let's do it, oriented kind of person. Um, and maybe that's why I adjusted to the military so well, uh, cause I love to tell people what to do. <laughs> so we were talking about the disc profile and how important it is to understand, yeah. you know, 
who it is that you're talking to and how to communicate with them effectively. Yes. So yeah, so, so good. And you seem really, really good at that. You seem like a very friendly, outgoing, social person, but also able to adapt to those different personality styles. So yes. you're like, I, I, I love you so much already. And like, we literally just met, but yes. Um, so Dagmar, I know you have your book coming out. You just got your real estate license. You're, you're clearly a strong entrepreneurial woman. So can you tell us a little bit, I believe you mentioned something about you're doing um, a coaching program, teaching women how to be fearless. You know, can you yes. tell us a little bit more about that? So basically my book is my, it's, it's the base for my coaching program, right? Because I will walk you through every step of how you know identify where you are right now within your business if it's you starting or you you know you have been working in your business for a couple of years so i kind of like make you analyze where you are right now and then how to make that transition from where you are to where you want to be and my book you know walks people through the whole process that i did um, obviously there's a second version of the book coming out maybe at the end of this year. Um, and I'm also working on a, another book. Uh, and I also, uh, have a pro a coaching program that it actually teaches people how to create a podcast for, you know, to leverage and, um, build or improve their business. So it's basically how to use the the power of podcasting to improve, you know, their their brands, their business, how to get more exposure. And that those are basically the two the two courses that I have right now that are like the hot thing out there. <laughs> that that is wonderful. And regarding the podcasting, you're clearly very good at it and have experience with that. So Dagmar, is there a particular perfect avatar that you have that you like working with or you know what is the type person that you find yourself working with most um well like everybody said your your perfect avatar is basically a, a um, copy of who you are is basically who you are because you're trying looking or trying to connect with people that is just like you um and without right to um eliminate it or pushing aside other people uh, but I will say basically is number one, I love to work with veterans being a veteran myself. I, it it kind of like makes sense, right? Um, number two, uh, women entrepreneurs that are looking to improve their brand or just starting from scratch or if it's, you know, just um, anybody with an entrepreneurial soul and they want to know how do I get into, how do I create, I have been carrying this idea in my head for years. How do I materialize this? How do I build this thing? Um, so those basically are the avatars of the people that I'm working with right now. Okay. That's great. Thank you. And then speaking of working with veterans, and this is a question that I have because I'm not super familiar, like how is it different working with a veteran versus working with somebody that's like, like me, like a regular Joe Schmo? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's not like we as veterans go through a, a different kind of life, but we definitely have, have a mission that is, it puts us a little bit higher in, in the scheme of things because we are serving the nation, we serve in the country. And we have to do things that we are told that we probably don't want to, 
do, but we do it anyway because our commitment to serve this country. Um, I think that the difference comes when when you're in the military for so long and then you have a structure that you're working under, uh, it molds you to just kind of like be within a box. There are regulations and there are laws and there's ways to do things and this is how we do things. And yes, you may think outside the box, but you do not um, execute outside the box unless you're told to. Um, and that's where the difference mainly comes in. in but it's amazing. It's amazing to see them, you know, how to, uh, they, how to, they, to adapt or how they adapt into the civilian world when they retired or when they are making that transition. So, um, it, it's just, it's just about all about making, you know, the simple tweaks here and there, but basically got it i appreciate that and thank you by the way for your service and to all the veterans out there like it truly does take you know i would say a different type person to be able to devote their lives to serving their country so i'm like i i honor you and i thank you for that that's amazing now speaking of veterans my husband kelly shaw is a former marine and i will say that there is definitely a different um, je ne sais quoi to to people that I've met and dealt with that are former veterans or that are veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have, you know, to, to what you were talking about, having to kind of stay within that box and have like a, a system and procedures and like you don't deviate outside of that yeah. without permission. So having to, you know, having that structure, I think would be beneficial for everyone for anyone right like yes who 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 wouldn't who wouldn't benefit from having that sort of (laughs) consistent structure right exactly um and it kind of when you serve for so long as well um it, it definitely ingrains into you to be methodical um, you know, everything has an order, a purpose. You always uh, planning, organizing, and executing things. And, and you know, um, you may swing things here and there if you ha- if the situation you know pushes you to like, okay, this this is not working. Then we need to improvise in order to get the goal of the mission completed. Uh, but you always plan on, you know, ahead, you're always on time, you're always watching that, that watch and saying, okay, I have so much time to do, I need to be here, I need to be there. Um, um, you expect all the people to be on time too, <laughs> which is exactly. um, kind of, you know, shocking, because not everybody is in the same kind of lane. And you have a lot of and that's, again, what personalities come into play. Um but I, I think that that's the positive thing of having somebody uh, with a military background, you know, working with you, for you, or, you know, in, in collaboration is that you, for sure, you are not going to be lost. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to keep you lane. <laughs> I have a quick story to share about a veteran that I was working with in real estate. This was about five, six years ago. And it's just very funny because my personality, again, is I'm a very high DI. And this particular family I was working with, they were both military. They were a military couple and just very regimented. And I remember on closing day, 
the the seller, you know, in their minds, they were being very nice. They had left things behind, you know, like picture frames. They thought that the buyer could use for their family pictures, things like that. And I was like, oh, isn't that nice? And the buyer was like, oh my God, why did they not clean the house? Why did they leave their trash here? And so just having like the different perspective, mm -hmm. it, like it was really eye-opening for me. I was like, hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll go in there and, you know, collect all of that all of those items myself. Like yes. to me, it wasn't a big deal, but to him, it was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And, and same with cleaning less. Like, like um, the times that I have is been me selling my, my property. I, I, I remember the realtor I hired at that time, she was like, uh, oh my God, I, I wish I have all my clients who are like you because I, you know, left that, house like shining like it was brand new oh i love it you know you know <laughs> and um you know not everybody does that it's just you know here and there and and you can expect so many surprises um yes. it is fun i think that's what i like the real estate fields um or area so much because oh my god you do see everything <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And now that you have your real estate license, next time you do move again, relocate, you can just mm -hmm. help yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> represent yourself. Yeah. Get that commission. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But you know what? I still will hire somebody. Yeah. I still will hire somebody because um, sometimes we cannot manage everything ourselves. So I know I'm going to be like pulling my hair that oh i need to do this but then i have to you know do a show on my own home i'd be like no no i'm just gonna delegate that to somebody i'll rather you know pay a fellow and help a fellow uh, realtor to do it um that's, that's good that you yeah. recognize that that you you know need to delegate speaking of delegating in your current business endeavors and coaching and you know, writing your book like how much do you delegate tasks out to other people or do you like are you truly just doing it all yourself right now i love that question i love, thank you so much for asking me that because actually last night i was um i was talking about this and i was you know obviously bragging about my virtual assistant because she's amazing and she i mean she got me you know when you click with somebody and they get your idea um, so I delegate pretty much everything that is uh, content creation, content planning, and um, uh, all of that sort to my virtual assistant. So she does all, all that for me, the graphics, everything, plan all my content, and everything extra that I ask her to do, she does. And she, the good thing is that as I do my brainstorming session of what I want to publish, or when I want to push out there, she helps me out. It's like great because I am, um, and then she does her little uh, research, and then she goes in her own role, and she was like, oh, because I found this and that, and we can do this, 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 and that from this content. And I'm like, thank you, like you are such an angel. I love her. Um, so yeah, I I, I delegate uh, pretty much uh, a lot of my things, like um, my content creation to. To my VA, and there's some other stuff that I do uh, when it comes to creative part of my podcast. That area I do, um, but at some point I will hire somebody to do it as well. Awesome, thank you so much. And speaking of your social media and content, I put your Instagram up there. Scrolling down below, outside of reaching out to and following you on Instagram, how? 
can someone else get in contact with you or maybe if they want to find out more about your coaching program or order your book, how do they do that? Oh, definitely. They can go to www.dagmartorres.com. And basically there I have all my all my business venues in my podcast and my book and everything is linked to that website. You're going to find it. Um, you're going to read a little bit uh, about my story. And um, I have my blog, too, is there. So you can read the articles that, and the information that I'm bringing on uh, real estate related is also there. So that's I think that's the best place to go is DagmarTorres.com. OK, did I type that in the correct? Yes. It just popped. OK, perfect. OK, yes. Dagmar, thank you so much for your time today. It's been such a pleasure hosting you on my Women of Influence podcast on Wednesdays. Yeah, and please reach out to Dagmar. Look at her website. Go to her Instagram. Check out her resources. She is an amazing soul, an amazing woman, and you will not regret signing up for whatever she has to offer you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much uh, for the opportunity to be here and share my story and everything that I do with your audience has been really a honor. And um, yeah, I'll I'll wait for you guys. Just let me know, you know, where where to connect.